sounds sounds legit, don't you think? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So, good evening. <laughs> good evening, Dennis. <laughs> Hello, what, Eric. What time is it where you are? Is it a particular hour? It's happy hour, Eric. Yeah, baby. Happyhour.fm. We're doing Alaska Amber this evening mm-hmm. at a uh, at least a dollar and eighteen cents higher than what I should have paid for it. I won't go back. What a ripoff! To the place that sold it to me. It was over ten bucks instead of under nine, which is would be other places. And the other thing was second strike against them, and he's out. Two strikes, like just like baseball. And two two strikes, <laughs> and they're out. Yeah. And yeah. So the second one was, hey, do you sell a little opener? And he said, uh, no. Actually, I don't. And I almost thought that I didn't believe him, that I thought he wouldn't sell it to me. Right. And what he really was going to say to me was, no, I don't, asshole. Right. It was that kind of. Not to your kind. Yeah, that was that was the because, tone. Because I said to him, do you, do you sell Smittix, which is my number one current amber uh-huh. Irish red ale. Uh-huh. And he says, no. And I said, well, not to insult him, which apparently I did. <laughs> Very much so, as now I'm putting it all together. Yes. As I said, it's pronounced Smithix, but it's smelt, spelled Smithwicks. Ah. And the look he gave me was, now that I recall it, was, I know that asshole. Yeah. I own a fucking beer store. Right. Nice. And, and so that's why when I said, do you sell an opener? And he said, uh, no. No. We don't. It was like, no, we don't, dude. Right. Not to pretentious pricks like you. Yeah. And I, and I said, oh, well, and I looked at him and I said, well, that's odd, isn't it? A place that sells bottled beer not having an opener. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just gave me a, turned his head like a, a, a German shepherd that's hearing the whistle. Right. And uh, as he as he did that, I said, how odd. And I spun on my heels and I left, hopefully getting him to reflect a bit. Right. On just what transacted. Yeah. What? What do you mean you don't sell openers? Of course you do. You mean I have to open this with my teeth? Outside? Well, I can't. I get my teeth are fake in the front. I can't. Uh, uh, they pop off. I'd look. I'd look like, uh, you know, somebody from Arkansas. No. You know that that's where the toothbrush was invented. Say that again. I think the, the Skype broke up as you said a derogatory thing about a state full of people. So uh, Arkansas. Yeah. That was the state that the toothbrush is named out of. Okay. And do you know how you know that, you might ask, if you were at all curious or, or clever? Because your teeth sort of form an arc that you have to saw over them with the toothbrush? No. If it was any place else, it'd be called the teeth brush. Got it. Yeah. Let's pause for the audience reaction. It okay. took you a minute. There you actually. go. Well, I'm going to cut that out so it sounds like I got it really quickly. <laughs> Well, well, well. It's uh, lovely to be back with you again this week. Well, we're in uh, air conditioning now in our new air-conditioned domicile at the new home, which yeah. uh, today was color testing day on the outside of the house. And so I went to the the uh, store, yeah. uh, the Sherwin-Williams store, and I said, so uh, I have this brochure, and uh, I got it here, and uh, I want to match those colors, and I need samples uh-huh. so I can paint part of my house. and uh, I said, but the brochure doesn't seem to be here any longer. And I don't know where mine is. We moved. It's it's long gone. But it was, you know, can you find it? And he said, 
Uh, and I showed him a picture of it. My daughter had sent saying, I like these colors. Right. And, and he says, he says, uh, he says, no, I've been here six years. And uh, we've, that's, nev- we've uh, never had that. We've never sure. had that. And I said, oh, well, actually, this is inarguable. I got this three weeks ago here. You did have it. And if you notice on your shelf, it has seven racks, mm-hmm. but it only has five brochures. So there appears to be two brochures that apparently are out of stock. And he said, I assure you, I, I've, I've been here six years. And I said, well, I need you to Google it. Uh-huh. And he said, well, they don't keep the brochures on Google. And I said, just Google what it says on my picture, which is called Historic Home Colors. And he does. And what comes up on the right away uh-huh. is the very picture I'm talking about, <laughs> matching the brochure. And I said, so that's it. Freeze it and tell me what those colors are, because that's what I need. And or give me the brochure. He is the manager. He becomes dismissive after this goes on. He clicks off of it and then goes. And I said to him. Why are you leaving the picture? Right. Don't don't look anyplace else. If you have it, it's there. He said, I don't think we have it. He's exasperated. He goes, he picks out a bunch of colors, little boards, and comes over and kind of kind of fastidious, puts them down in the counter and says, the colors you need are somewhere in here. And he gives me about eight choices. Jeez. He said, but I'm busy. I got a truck I got unload, and she'll help you. And I said, oh, all right. And he, she comes over, and I said, listen, he wasn't very helpful. Let me start over. And I show her, she says, well, sometimes when they're out of stock, we keep them in drawers. Let me check. No. Boom, boom. No, we don't have them in drawers. Oh, I know. We don't have them. Let me call the Westnet store. Maybe they have them. Ring a ring a ring a blah, blah, blah. Yes, we have them. Okay, I'll send them over. And but I'm gone. Why, why, do you need a, why do you need a brochure to find the right color of paint? Is- because that's the picture that uh, my spouse used as her paint selection. Right, right. Okay, but but... So you have to know the codes of the colors to get the right mixture. Ah, They're but that, that was not available uh, from the from the picture you pulled up from Google. Correct. All it was to show the colors, but in uh, order to I, so this is what happened at store one. The the first guy, he ends up saying, "Well, no." Then I go to Westnedge. I go to the other store. I go there, and she says, "Well, this brochure doesn't. I have the brochure, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to show the the color codes because it's on the cover." Unlike everything on the inside, it doesn't show the teacher's shit, but we can match it. And she picks colors, and she sells me samples, puts tops on them. I go home, get out of the car. One of the tops is off. It spills all over in the bag. Oh, Jesus. It's the wrong colors. I open up the brochure. There's the code on the inside. Small print, albeit. This is the code for the cover. I go. I, Good By Lord. this time, I painted the entire image, a big window and around, of the colors that she gave me, two of three of which were the wrong color out of out of three. Mm-hmm. So this is a half a day, blah, blah, blah. But I go back, and, and now it's four o'clock. I go back, and uh, much to their uh, uh, great uh, benefit, and to my benefit, they said, all of this is free. The new colors that we got Good. wrong, those two are free. And the two new ones you want, those are free. Go, let us know. You're going to buy your paint here anyway. We're good. That's the way you should treat customers. That, And that was... The manager who fixed it, the first two salespeople, the first guy was actually the manager, right? Who probably should have given it to his subordinate early on, right? If he wasn't going to give me the time, I think I look like a man who might need a lot of time <laughs> to figure out these things. No, you. That that blows my mind. I don't know anything about the world of paint, but. I do know a lot about 
the world of getting colors onto computer screens. And we have a we have a pretty solid model that gives us, you know, six million c- colors using just uh, RGB, red, red, green, and blue values from zero to 255. And with that, we can more or less put any color on your screen that we, that, you know, all the pixels are, can be defined in that way. And match, and match whatever someone gives you. Right. And the reason that we don't have more is that like the human retina can't perceive more than that. So mine can, we've stopped at that. Well, mine can, well, I, I said humans, you're a, you're a super I partly fly. I am, in fact, the, the most recent version of Jeff Goldblum from uh, The Fly. It's okay. Me. I thought. Uh, early stages. I, I, you, you, early stages. You seemed awfully twitchy. <laughs> well, I saw that with one of my 38 eyes. I did see you twitch when I twitched. Right. You had a certain look in your eye. Like I was going to swat you? No, I, but I have this desire about you I've never had, and forgive me for being forward, but I want to spit on you and then eat your face. So I think... Well, that is the way... I'm, I'm a, sorry. I'm sorry that's the way I feel, but it's it's like taking me over, bro. Well, that's, that's just a lovely, lovely uh, idea. But it's not... So now the ugly truth comes out. It's not spit. It's actually vomit. So, right, exactly, because that's the way flies eat. Is but, they? But I didn't. I didn't want to blow you completely out of out of mind, so I parsed par- parsed it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that I would let you mm, excre- no, excrete quick. excrete anything onto my face for later for later I'm consumption. Quick. I'm quick. You're quick. Okay. I'm like a. Do you ever? Hey. Hey. You ever try to catch a fly? I have. So let me rephrase. Do you ever try to catch me? That's how fast I am. Boom, gone. Wow. Out of sight. Yeah, I got powers. You, you, you are, you're very quick, and you do like light at night. So that's not a fly. It's a moth. They're, they're different. You probably have both in Spain. I'm sorry. I'm was I? Sure. I don't know. I don't know exactly what goes on over there, but my guess is that you have both flies and moths. Yes, we in do. Spain. Yes, yeah. it's true. Right. Right. They. So don't conflate them, as they say. Inflate them? Conflate them. Okay. Because an, an inflated fly. Oh, I, I, we can make money off that. <laughs> we can make money. Listen, man, you get house a fly, fly. House fly balloons. This is a, a fly mm-hmm. made out of special material, rubber, yeah. that comes small, the size of a fly, but not only can you blow it up bigger with your mouth with your lips Mm -hmm. but you can hook it up to a compressor because it gets as big as a room whoa so when somebody that you you know that you you want to fuck with with, Uh yeah right you say hey you know this and that about a fly right you want to see it get want to see you can't oh you can't see it let's make it a little bigger or maybe a little bigger you just let loose and say, how big is this? And it fills the room until it pushes the person up against, like, a window, preferably. So they're looking out. Right. Right? Flies do like to bang against windows. Right. And, and then you deflate it, and then you get more money to deflate it. So they pay for the thrill, but they don't know that it's a dead end. Then they pay for the uh, 
this is this is not your first scheme where we are uh, charging someone to do something that they think they want that ends up in discomfort that we then charge them to uh, to alleviate. I'm not responsible for their decisions. That's right. That's the bottom line. Right. I mean, it's it. Uh, the customer's always right. They and they can you, choose. And our 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 motto for these companies is, you tell us, we do it. Exclamation. We do it. Yeah. D, 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 do D O. Right. You may not know spell all caps. Right. You you tell us we do it. See. Unless so, we're unless we're putting water on grass and then it might be D E W. But, but oh. when you were describing that, I was thinking, I was thinking that the prank might be. Uh, I know I I know my 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 kids will often run into the room and say, "Ah, there's a big fly after me. There's a big fly." And I say, "Well, how big is it?" And they're like, "It's ah. huge." And so what you can do is you can you can do that, but then when the when <laughs> when the person comes into the room and says, yes. "Oh, come on. I'll kill this little fly, whatever." And the fly is as big Damn. as a as a Volkswagen bug. So, so let's to speak. Do this. When when your two kids say this, right. That's when we let it loose. Right. I'll so show the, you a big fly. They're up against the windows. The little one in a smaller window, the bigger one in the bigger window, so that the scene is your two children press by a fly up against the glass, and then we sell. Well, in this case, it would be you, right? The 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 anecdote to make the fly small, and if if that anecdote well, could it, be another animal, then there's another way to make money. There's another one off. So if the anecdote, what eats flies? Frogs. It's 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 not an anecdote. It's an antidote. Yeah. It's both of those things. I mean, it's both of those things. Hey, it's like, hey, do you, want to, do you want to buy an anecdote? And they say, yes, please, I'm dying here. And you say, well, this one time, I was walking down the street. <laughs> well, oh, you mean so, antidote? Well, that's going to cost no, you more. No, but you misunderstand. <laughs> it's both. It's both. It is the physical antidote, uh-huh. and it, that whole thing becomes an fact, a- anecdote. It is an anecdote. Uh-huh. Right, and. Uh-huh. Uh, and so back to the de-escalation of the fly, we sell them a frog or what we might say is a frog. Frag. Yeah. Frog. Frog. Yeah. And and then, then they buy it. But is the, wait, they can't get rid of the frog. But but is the, hold on. The fly is as big as a room and everyone's pressed up against the walls. The frog's enormous. How big is the fucking frog? It's the size of your house. Well, what? Size of your house. But it, is it? Is it also a rubber inflatable thing, or is it a living, no, no, a no, living no. creature? It's a we. Well, that's we're, up we've, to you. we've done some biology. You create it, whatever. No, it could be. It doesn't matter what it is. It's got to be big enough to be just completely effective, but annoying. So it could be. Let's say it's a. Let's say that the frog, a frog, is nothing more than a, a couple of guys with hoses that spray a rubber, like a hard rubber coating, over your house. And the frog. What? Right? And so now you it's a tar, it, and it contains it. It's then, a, tar, a tar frog? No, the, it, to contain the frog. We're in the second. Oh, we're, we're, okay, right. Yeah, we're beyond that. Right. And then, of course. People are going to want to get their house back. Well, so what do you have to hire? Uh, five or six guys with chisels and uh, the, what do you call them, the concrete. Jack, uh, jackhammers. Jackhammers, Right. So that's big bucks. And then everybody's happy. You're happy, we're happy, customer's happy, everything's... Well, I don't know how happy the customer's going to be. I don't know if they're going to recommend our services in the future. We did everything they asked us to do. They told us, we did it. 
Yeah. They're, it's a little bit like how um, on, on certain TV shows, uh, they will, rather than, like, your, your typical Hollywood thing is there's a problem, someone comes in, and they do something, and it's solved, and then no one talks about the problem anymore. But what will, of, what will often happen, uh, I, what, what is more like real life, is a, is a story where there's a problem, someone comes in to solve the problem, and they solve the problem, but they make an even bigger problem. Yeah, okay. And then, and then to solve that problem, they make an even bigger problem, right. which right. seems to be our our whole business model with well, this. Well, it's 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 true. It's the way of the world. Yeah, because it's the way of the world. Yeah, I won't, I won't be poor forever. You know, um, not. Well, I wouldn't say we're poor. That's that's. Did you ever see uh, Big Little Lies? Or no, what is it? Uh, the, the new HBO series. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. That's it. The one the, with the uh, big, little, big Little Lies. Yeah, with the with the rich ladies on in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it's it's incredibly active, just uh, impeccable, impeccable. Yeah. And uh, I I, yeah. I watched I watched most of the first season I think, but I got a little tired of I don't know just how how normal it was for people to be that fucking rich. Like, yeah right. Like right. I, because right. and and I I felt like right. I felt like it was a show created by uh, L A millionaires that sort of think that that's normal life uh, with big houses uh, well, on the coast. Well, so that sounds like maybe you're maybe just a little suspicious. Okay, but well, here's another take on that, and then you 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 do you know what you will. Take me where you where you will. So so here we are, and. This is, in fact, as I believe it is, the way that people who have what appears to be an endless supply of money, how they live, Right. that's it. It's decadent. It's so fucking decadent. It's beautiful and gorgeous, and everything is just so-so. And, is and why yet they're still miserable. Which is, well, which is why Wolseley's character who uh, doesn't have the money and has her son, yeah. Z, I believe uh, it is, um, how she's different. And there, she doesn't have that. And she grounds this in a way that, for me, it's much but much more believable or understandable. Uh-huh. I don't. It, it isn't unbelievable the rich are that way. It's hard to understand it. It's hard to right. look at that and say, really? You're, you're hiring a Motown uh, uh, group of five talented musicians and dancers to do Motown for your child's birthday party. Right. On a Wednesday. In your house, in your house that has a a ballroom and a pool that faces the ocean. Mm -hmm. So this is what they want you to consider limitless wealth. Right. And in fact, that is the height of the decadence there in in, beyond, beyond anyone. Uh, Nicole Kidman and her character, while obviously very, very well off with whatever, he did for a living, which I'm not sure was ever expressed in any way. Right. Other than he went away and he made a lot of money and he came back and yeah. they made what is obviously violent love. But so uh, so they've not it's gorgeous. They're not lavish. The character that um, oh Laura Laura Dern plays. Yeah. Thanks. A wonderful Laura Dern plays is the quintessential who uh, rich bitch right who says to her husband upon indictment i will not be fucking not rich <laughs> uh-huh. right and storms out 
and then this lavish party is her way of saying, fuck all that, tonight we're going to party, and the next thing you know, you're in this otherwise Hollywood fantasy, unbelievable, but here's the fact, it is believable. And it's it's decadent, and it's repulsive. But the, the, the higher up they are, perhaps, on that money chain, the harder they fall. And I believe that that level of decadence, unmatched by any other character, any other family there, mm-hmm. um, you know, will fall the furthest. There will there will be indictments. Yeah, I, I like the, uh, I, I, again, you're further along in it than I got to. But I do like the, because everyone, everyone, everyone likes to imagine Oh, what if uh, what if money was was not an issue? What if you had ten billion dollars? What would you do? How would you live? And it's so it's interesting to see that being played in a in a drama uh, where you can sort of uh, put yourself put yourself in their in their shoes and sort of imagine you know what would what would life be like? And I especially find it interesting how. Uh, money doesn't take away your problems. You just have a different kind of problems. You know what? Case in point. A good friend of mine who you can uh, Google and, 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 and visit is Pat Hall, whose daddy uh, ran, was the mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina, and developed Carowinds, yep. uh, which was a regional uh, huge success for early established uh, family uh, events like this. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, it's not a theme park. It's an amusement park. Yes, it's a. So, uh, there's, you know, uh, roller coasters and whatnot. A multimillionaire, successful businessman, becomes mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina. Runs for governor. As he runs for governor, his son Pat is arrested for heroin possession, which years later he told me, and I believe was planted on him. He was busted, sent to prison, and his daddy withdrew as the Democratic nominee for the governor of North Carolina. Daddy and mom both died while Pat was in prison. Wow. And when Pat got out of prison, Pat came to me when I was working in an ex-convict organization, and he said, I'm here to help you and volunteer. I said, when'd you get out? He said, I just got out. I said, well, let's chill, stay out for a while, let's get together, gave him some time frames. He came back. When he came back, it became clear to me all I'm telling you. And it was discovered that he was a multimillionaire. Huh. And uh, I said to him... Because his, his parents had died and left him all uh, every, of their wealth, yeah. Well, you know, however it was shared with his brother, sure, et cetera. Sure. But he was very well off. And so um, I said to him one time, right to your point, I said, wow, you know, so what's it like to be there, you know? And I think I went to talk to him about switching careers and getting out of the, the justice arena and instead going to like work for a bank and somehow make a lot of money, uh-huh. you know, and, and wondered about that financial world. And Pat Hall was exceptional in his work that he used his inheritance to build a business that he was the person that found locations for movies and found different scenes. And so several, cool. several movies, Pat, um, Pat was the, uh, was, was that person. And, and so I, I thought maybe it'd be fun to break into that because North Carolina had a, a, an exploding of, of films industry driven by its very uh, forward-thinking tax credits for the uh-huh. business. Right. Just throw a dollar down of a tax credit and get a $10 bill back. Huh. Boom. I mean, that good, yeah. right? I think, I think. And, and maybe they went out of state more for employees and brought more people in than what was hoped for. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a, a little bit of, you know, a, a, potential criticism 
Um, but uh, so he said, he said, listen, um, how much do you worry about stuff? And I said, well, a good bit of the time. And he said, well, listen, I worry all the time. I never stop worrying. And I said, well, so what do you worry about? Yeah. And, and, and I flashed, as I do now, on eating dinner with him, his family, and them serving shrimp. And before the meal was over, there was a couple of shrimp left on the plate. And they, were, and they ended up being thrown away because nobody ate them. Mm-hmm. That never would have happened in my world. Right. Not since I was born would you ever throw away food. Right. You just wouldn't do it. And I flashed on that. And he said, what I worry about all the time is everybody wants to steal my money. Yeah. Everybody wants to get my money. Everybody. All day long, every day. And then, you know. And, because you know, when, once people know that you have money, they, you know, to someone that has 1% of what you have, they think, come on, you know, you could you could increase my wealth by, by 50% with, with, a, with a half a percent of your money. I, I think that's true, but I don't think that that was the, no. the sentiment. No, 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 no. That wasn't that was an external, I got to deal with people who want my investment. Right. He could deal with that in minutes every day. Just, sure. It could be no, 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 no. Yeah. This was the people he had contracted with, who he had arrangements with, who might be more than nickel and diming him. Right. Let's say that he was doing manager, a location manager, and he had to bring in all sorts of huge equipment and scenery and, you know, all the equipment has to be there. And somehow he was managing that. And what if everybody who had to do that thing was trying to get more money from him mm-hmm. than what they really needed? Oh, well, it's two hours. No, no, I think you could do it in about an hour. Well, no. Yeah. We'd have to, we'll have to charge you two. And then if it's less than that, we'll see. You know, well, yeah, right. And then they get there and they're like, slow down, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't move, don't move that stuff. That was uh, accentuated in uh, the Tom Hanks movie, Big. Remember? Mm, which we have t- we've, we have discussed on this show before. At the very point of, uh, of working too fast, I right. think so. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Slow down. Slow down, there man. You're making this look hey, bad. Man, over, the, over, the, over the cubby. Hey, <clears throat> yeah. psst, hey, <laughs> hey, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> and, right, Tom Hanks is like, what do you mean? This is easy. I'm almost done. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone. I've already gone back three times. No, man, that pile's got to take you all day. Nice. That's that stands, and I think I've said this before that that movie stands as one of my all-time favorites. Speaking of Tom Hanks, when we recently went up in the mountains here in North Carolina, we came across what is known as Forest Gump Curve, which apparently is a curve that was in the movie that Forrest was when he was running up a mountain when he was uh-huh, doing his, his uh-huh. crazy running thing. That's Appar- cool, yeah. Apparently he, he went up a curve that is, uh, you know, that is just around here that we that we, we drove up on the way up the mountain. Because you're in North Carolina. I am in North Carolina right, this, right, this week. Right, right, right. So. That's cool. Yeah, that was neat. I love that movie, too. I love that. I've seen it so many times. So many times. <laughs> I love the scene with Richard Nixon so much. And, and Th- that technology the, that they used to, to, to create that was uh, was really cutting edge at the time. Yeah, right. And, and to this day, it stands up. Right. Uh, although, uh, in a way, um, the roughness of it lends itself to the era of recording 
capability at the time. Exactly. Right. It was rough then. Right. So if it's a little rough now, it like fits pretty well. So I think it's pretty damn perfect. I'm not sure if it if it would become too computerized. The thing I don't like about the current some of the current uh, computerization it's overdone so that you now they're computerizing the actors images. Yeah. So the actors able to fly from place to place and yeah. it's like, you know, I can I'm cool with the stuff, but let the actor be the actor. And, right. I don't know. I didn't I don't I didn't want it to be a cartoon kind of thing. Right. Yeah, the um the other cool thing that I love about uh, the special effects in Forrest Gump is the ping pong. Oh, God. Uh, there is a great YouTube video that I will put in the show notes at uh, happyhour.fm slash 014 that, uh, or if you're listening on a on a podcast player, you can maybe scroll down and see some show notes. Uh, th- there's a cool making of video where they show how they had Tom Hanks playing with one of the world's best ping pong players and they and you know they played for a little bit but then they they did this thing where they had where they took away the ball and they said all right just pretend that you're hitting the ball and tom hanks the great actor was like sure i can do this and you're swinging around but the pro ping pong player was just so bumfuzzled about like uh okay (laughs) because he's used to hitting a real a real goddamn ball not not just hitting the air and then they went in with cgi what was limited at the time although if you're going to do cgi a a white sphere is about the easiest damn thing you can do but they added the, the ball in afterwards so it looked like they were hitting it back and forth based on where they were swinging and stuff it's a really cool bit of that crazy, uh, crazy. Of cinema you know, uh, trivia uh, the wonderful interplay between the presidents and forrest gump where what president nixon president johnson i'm not all sure who all but when they spoke their lips were moving in such a way that the words they were saying made perfect sense. And then Forrest's character, of course, was free to say whatever he would say. But it reminds me of this whole series of that I think we've talked about before, which is bad lip syncing. Yes. And and they do the debates. And yes. There's I find I find few things less hilarious <laughs> than the Bernie Sanders Hillary Clinton debate. And you'll need to post that because it it is hilarious. But and and that that whole YouTube channel is done by one dude. He grew up with his, I think his um, his parents are deaf or something, and yeah, uh, and right. they right. And, I heard that. and so and so they used to you know watch the TV on with it with the sound down, and and he just sort of learned to to lip sync. Uh, right. I don't know the exact story. We'll we'll post the uh, the Wikipedia right. uh, link well, to him. The other- but the, really other cool. high, the other high hilarity, which is, it, it certainly rivals the Bernie-Hillary debate, is the Romney-Obama yes. debate. And and in fact, I don't know which is funnier, but anytime, anytime I want to rip Roy and laugh, I just, I just watch either one of those two. I can't, I just can't, you know, I uh, can't believe it. But in Forrest Gump, that whole, you know, quick opportunity there to do that lip syncing uh, was there. Yep. You know, and hey, it almost goes without saying, we could make money off of this. How is that, Dennis? Listen, man. People send us their telephone recordings. Right. And we doctor them so that... So it looks like it, Richard Nixon is saying it? That technology is, is here already. That's so scary. Very In the very near future, you're not going to be able to believe a video where you see where you see someone saying something because we already have the technology to make it look like um, like like someone is is saying something. They can do. There's there's a there's a great example that I'll put in the show notes of someone uh, 
taking Barack Obama because you, you need a lot of video footage of someone to to feed into the computer to make this work, but a president or any any celebrity is good enough, and you and they can make Barack Obama say anything more or less in real time. Uh, just wow. and it looks like it's his lips moving and his gestures, sure. and so well, very 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 soon. Very very soon, any any video you see of, of, of a famous person saying something outrageous, we need right. to be really skeptical that right. that really happened. Right. It's so it, it, it gives the entire world a, a, a new set of security risks that make it imperative for them to uh, be certain that when you're doing either internet or or, vi or verbal interaction that you are who you say you are. And I did a rant, did I not, on the uh, the, the burden of proof. On whether in my life I owned a certain kind boat. of a fucking boat, yeah, 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 a fucking twelve foot boat, <laughs> and they gave me five choices. I did that rant. Yes, right? yes. Well, so that's that's what it's getting to is is, you know, and some of the ones I'm telling, I just tried none of the above, and it's wrong. Right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> So, unfortunately, I had some other stuff to talk about, but uh, I'm on a, on a tight deadline to do family things. So I'm going to have to stop this episode here. It's going to be a little bit short, but we can we can have an extra long one next time. But I haven't opened my second beer. I know, man. I apologize. You're going to have to drink that on your own. Hang on. Hang on. Certainly have another minute for me. Wait. Do you have an opener? enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. Monthly donations to help us pay for hosting and editing can be provided at patreon.com slash happy hour. That's all one word, happy hour. All our episodes, including show notes for each episode, are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm, that's with a dot spelled out, happyhour.dotfm, or we can receive email at the same name, happyhour.dotfm at gmail.com. It would also be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps other people find us. See you next week.